0: All right ladies and gentlemen for the 34th time the WWE gives us the biggest party of the summer SummerSlam yeah. <laughs> The Essential Wrestling Podcast SummerSlam special. Get excited. We started off with a honey of a night last night to kick into the weekend. Christian Cage with his first title defense as Impact Champion. Of course, that was the big story. I think AEW had some guy debut. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Welcome back, CM Punk. There you go. CM Punk is all elite. Everybody was excited. People were crying in the crowd. They were so emotional in Chicago. I was about six inches strong in my pants. I was excited, too. Sorry, Max. But we're going to go right into the weekend with SummerSlam. We're going to introduce our panel. We're a little different setup today. we got Ryan Joy at the top of the screen from MinutesToFellTime.com. Ryan, how are things going with you today? I can't see you there. Oh, now I can see you. There you go.
1: Let's go to work, Al. Let's go to work. There you go.
0: Overseas. He's not just a UK guy. We got Gary Mahepi with us as well. Gary, top of the evening to you.
2: Evening, afternoon, whatever it is with your sales. Great to be here. Great to see everybody again. So uh,
0: with us as always, we have John Smith. Mike made his cousin. Mike was gonna join us this weekend. Little bit of confusion. I ended up in Florida. There's a hurricane coming in Jersey. It's just an absolute mess. But John Smith, how are things today? Well, oh, Mike
3: made it flaked out on me as predicted, but uh, I was just more concerned about the retribution that was happening with our uh, technical difficulties backstage. I thought that retribution was coming back.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a little bit. I'm down, I'm down in a hotel right now. I think it's all crazy. I think my laptop is getting shot. Who knows? Uh, also on the bottom part of the screen, our first ever PWP champion, the living Legends. John DeConi, John, how are things with you this
4: afternoon? Not bad. It's uh, so far so good in Jersey. It's getting a little gloomy, but we're talking wrestling here. That's all that matters. Looking forward to it. One hundred percent. And finally, last
0: but not least, we have the first lady of the Essential Wrestling Podcast, as well as Minutes the Mrs. Maggie May Joy, Maggie May. She's in an intellectual, Maggie Mae, Maggie Mae, Maggie. Max, how's everything going today? Happy SummerSlam.
5: Yeah, I'm ready to party. Let's get this started.
0: That's what I like to see. So as always, the Central Wrestling Podcast is powered by the Eastern Observer. I don't have my cup with me today. Didn't make the luggage trip on the way down to Florida. James Wheeler is ready. James, let us know how SmackDown was Friday. As always, we're powered by the Eastern Observer. We're presented by MinutesToBellTime.com. Sponsored, as always, by Pro ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And, guys, she'll like it, too. But, Ryan, as you'll see in the graphics, there's a very special sponsor I want to point out. I am down in the Florida Keys in Key West, Florida, and this is the first sign I see. It's going to be one of those weeks down here. Apparently, there is a place, there is a business that will go to your house. Um, it's a hangover hospital that will go to. You. It's a free house call. It's a free. That will bring you an IV to cure your hangover in 45 minutes, so you can get back at it. So it's going. You know, <laughs> Florida Keys pretty much just punched me right in the face. Like no excuses. Get out there, do your thing. And I will after Summerslam. I guarantee you that. Uh, so we're going to start off strong. We're going to start off with the WWE Championship match. Uh, We have Bobby Lashley, who is uh, in his first reign as WWE Champion. He won the title uh, from The Miz back on March 1st in probably one of the greatest eight days of my recent life. I shouldn't say that. I just got married. I'm joking about that. Um, On March 1st, back in 2021, um, weirdly enough, this is actually Bobby Lashley's first SummerSlam. This is his second stint in WWE. Didn't make it the first time. Last year, uh, it was actually MVP defending his United States championship. And Lashley didn't even make the card. So I thought that was pretty crazy. Um, Goldberg will be his challenger. Uh, Goldberg is one and one at SummerSlam. He last defeated Dolph Ziggler last time he saw him at SummerSlam back in 2019. Um, the way this story goes, Goldberg appeared out of nowhere. Uh, to get in Bobby Lashley's in his face after Bobby successfully defended the WWE Championship against Keith Lee. Eventually, Bobby accepted Goldberg's challenge after Goldberg speared MVP, who was talking trash to Goldberg's son Gage. And as we all know, Gage is why Goldberg came back. It wasn't because of the fans. It wasn't because of the money. It was to prove to his son that he could still do it. Um again the big story here uh uh, john the Connie, we're gonna start with you the big story here um there are 53 people in history 53 men in history who have been wwe champion
4: goldberg is not one of those 53. and let's hope it stays that way (laughs) no offense yeah i've got uh i've got bobby retaining here uh, you know, it's, it's a lovely story. He, uh, Goldberg wants to prove he can still do it. Uh, he wants to, you know, put on a show for his son and hopefully by put on a show, that means, you know, a match that lasts longer than 90 seconds, but he still ends up counting the lights. And quite frankly, I'm still not sold on the fact that Gage Goldberg is a real person, not just Noam Dar with a haircut.
0: He's <laughs> 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 very, very, very well played, John the Conrad. Uh, John Smith, I have you next up on us. I actually have a little bit of an order here. so John Smith, what do you got on this one?
3: Yeah, I'm going with Goldberg on this one f- for that reason, that he's never had the title before. And I think that they want John Cena to beat Goldberg for his 17th championship whenever that's supposed to happen.
1: Ooh,
0: wow. Okay. A little bit of a glimpse into the future there. Uh, <laughs> Gary. What about you? Were you a big Goldberg fan back in WCW? We really don't get to talk about, uh, you know, stateside wrestling with you. Well, your, your opinion on Goldberg, it doesn't matter anything from your end.
2: Yeah, no, I, mean, I I was happy to see him come back. When I saw that Goldberg was back, it was fine. And The whole way along, I thought, yeah, he's there, and actually he's going to win. And I have picked Bobby to win. The one thing in the back of my head is, as soon as they introduced Gage into it, I went, oh... <laughs> He's gonna get involved, <laughs> and he's gonna cost Lashley the title, and something's gonna happen. So he be—he it may go the other way, but I'm still living in hope. What's his John DeConte that there, uh, Lashley's gonna win it. So you got Gage
0: interfering to cost Lashley the championship, and and Ryan Joy. What about this? What about this, Ryan? What if Gage
1: joins the Hurt business? Well, that's something. That's not something I had uh, thought about at all. I think Gary's official pick was Lashley. Uh, Lashley, yeah. Pick Lashley, yeah. And, uh,
2: yeah. But when it comes okay, to,
1: to it for me, you've got Gage and you've got MVP. So they've got both got a second. And I'm going to – you know, I think kind of a toss-up, which one is going to win, Lashley or Goldberg. But So then I go to the seconds. And I think MVP is a stronger second than Gage Goldberg. So I'm going to pick Lashley to win this. Um And, Al, I don't know if you, after this match, you want to get into what the scoring and stuff is for SummerSlam. I did, yeah.
0: I forgot about that. I'm not driving the car today, so I completely forgot about that. We'll definitely get into it. I got a nice segue into it. I'm going to jump the line here in front of Maggie, and I'll explain why in a second. Um, I got Goldberg as well. I've had Goldberg since they announced this match (laughs) for several reasons, and actually none of them have to do with him never winning the WWE championship. I just think that in Vince McMahon's head, okay, he got robbed of Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 36. So my thinking is you do this, you have Goldberg, you send Goldberg to Saudi Arabia with the championship. He's going to get a title defense there. You know, he's going, that's the reason why they brought him back. All right. And then that brings us to November um, assuming, you know, you know, spoiler, I got Roman winning as well. There's your matchup. You're going to have the champions versus champion at the Survivor Series. They do it every year. Then you have your Goldberg and you have Roman Reigns at the, you know, the head of the table. Spear versus spear. I guess this is kind of a spear versus spear too. Um, so that's reason one is I think that Vince is just hell bent on Goldberg, Roman Reigns. And reason two is I don't know how Bobby wins this. Bobby's not getting the hurt lock on him. Goldberg's not giving up. Maybe Goldberg passes out if if Bobby can get the hurt lock on him. But I don't think a Dominator or whatever Bobby's other spear, I don't think that's keeping Goldberg down. So I don't think from a wrestling standpoint, unfortunately, in this little pretend land that we're in, I don't see Bobby beating Goldberg. So unfortunately, that's what it is. Um, we're gonna do a real quick before we get to Maggie May. I said we're, we're, I'm gonna set you. I'm gonna set you up big here. I'm gonna put you over hard, Max. So <laughs> uh, here are the overall standings for the Essential Wrestling Podcast. Please go to ProWrestlingPickem.com. You can join the Essential Wrestling Podcast. We'll play against us. There's still time for you to make your picks for SummerSlam. Brian has a small lead um, over myself. Wow. I'm squinting here. I have about 25 points. i probably about a Goldberg win lead over oh, me John cool. Smith right behind Travis uh, Tyler chimed in we actually did pretty well last night of emergence as a whole with the exception of Tyler but Tyler is just going to be Tyler. he cannot join us today. he's actually at a Wiffle ball tournament. Here are our, our WWE specific standings and this is where Maggie May comes in
4: because <laughs> she
0: is 17 and one. She is straight up killing it. she was she went perfect at backlash. She went perfect at WrestleMania Backlash. She went perfect at WrestleMania Backlash, whatever the pay-per-view was after. <laughs> whatever that was. It's the one match, have one match wrong at Money Bank. She's straight up killing it. So here's the point system before we get the Maggie's pick for this match. 25 points for both the WWE and Universal Championship matches. 15 points for all other title matches. Five points for the non-title matches. Kickoff matches, uh, they will count. So in any one of these matches we're talking about, if they get dropped down to the kickoff show, uh, they will still count towards the pool. The perfect pay-per-view, that is incorrect. That's a typo on my fault. Uh, by me, it is 25 points for the perfect pay-per-view bonus. And, of course, uh, we, as we saw on Friday night, the Money in the Bank contract, it's flying around right now. I think Baron Corbin still has control of it. Um, but that is still active in some way, shape, or form. So uh, we do have uh, a couple people uh, predicting a uh, cash-in wager. We'll get to Tyler at the end. <laughs> um, and then here we go. This is how we did last year, boys, at SummerSlam. This is how we did last year. Not so good. Uh, John Ducati was the only one over five hundred. Brian and I, were, uh, we batted five hundred. Brian actually predicted uh, Otis cashing in on the braun strowman bray wyatt winner so he lost 10 points on that it was actually roman reigns that we didn't see coming uh john smith three and five tyler three and five gary Can explain yourself you even bet against drew mcintyre last year gary can you explain yourself on that one
2: i'm t- what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to bring myself down I'm very humble bring myself down to build you all up so that you can all have that <laughs> moment in the sun. I mean, I'm fine not to. It's okay. I mean, I, you, know, I, I you did a great of, job. A nice guy. That way. Nice
0: guy. We, we appreciate that, Gary. Thank you very much. So the first lady of the Essential Wrestling Podcast, 17-1. Maggie, who's right on this one? Me and John Smith got Goldberg. And the funny thing is, actually, in our originals pool, there are four people who picked Goldberg, and it's me. It's John. It's John's son Johnny, and it's John's cousin. So it's me and John Smith, and his family <laughs> versus the world here. So, Maggie, are we right?
5: No, uh, I feel, oh. it feel it feels feels a little tough to uh, be bet against <laughs> bet against the world here, but I'm going with John DeConi. I mean, I I don't. I'm praying here that uh, we see Lashley retain here for sure. And I think, I think from my perspective, real quick though, it's, it's. I still think Gage gets involved, but I think he actually costs him versus uh, helps him. So that's kind of why I went with Lashley.
0: Okay, so are we gonna re? Actually, Maggie, real quick, are we gonna relive Survivor Series? Goldberg gonna rip his son's shirt off?
5: <laughs> I don't. Not, I don't know about that one. <laughs> okay.
0: That was still just awkward. Just so awkward that that happened. (laughs) All right. So we're going to transition from the WWE Championship from Raw. We're going to go to the Raw Women's Championship next. And, Ryan, I know I talked about the the, the pre-show match. We'll get to that after this. Uh, Nikki Ash, she will be defending in a triple threat match against Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. Nikki Ash is in her first reign as Raw Women's Champion, where she defeated Charlotte Flair the night after the Money in the Bank pay-per-view where Nikki Ash won the contract and cashed in on Charlotte the next night, winning and becoming Raw Women's Champion. This will be Nikki's first SummerSlam appearance. Rhea Ripley will be be seeking her second Raw Women's Championship. As remember, she defeated Asuka at WrestleMania in an amazing match. This is also Rhea Ripley's first SummerSlam appearance. Charlotte Flair, on the other hand, has won championships before. She's won 11 of them, 12, 13 if you count NXT. She is going for her record at sixth Raw Women's Championship. And she is currently undefeated and the all-time winningest women's competitor in SummerSlam history at four wins and no losses. She is 2-0 in championship matches. Both of those matches, she was the challenger. So she walked in, as the challenger walked out with the championship her last appearance at SummerSlam was in 2019 she defeated trish stratus in a very uh very past versus uh present matchup so Rhea and charlotte their feud uh, for the world women's championship began post wrestlemania where raw when charlotte ended up winning the raw women's championship on the third try against Rhea at money in the bank Uh, Rhea pinned Asuka at the backslash or whatever, and then Charlotte won by disqualification at the other pay-per-view Meanwhile, Nikki Cross ended up uh, changing herself up, becoming almost a superhero Spreading positive messages about staying confident and never giving up and all that fun stuff Which led her to winning the Money in the Bank contract And then, like as I mentioned the next night, cashed in on Charlotte Flair to win the Raw Women's Championship since then, there's been a series of matches between the three took place. Nikki and Charlotte split a series, one win each. Nikki and Rhea had a no contest due to Charlotte jumping both of them in their match. Um, and then also, and last week on Raw, uh, Nikki, I'm sorry, Rhea Ripley actually beat Nikki Ash clean, Nikki A-S-H, excuse me, so you have to spell the letters out. Also, there was a tag team match where Charlotte pinned Rhea Ripley with natural selection last Monday in Raw as well. So John Smith, with all that said and done, um, what's going on here? Because it seems like Charlotte – Rhea can't beat Charlotte, but then Nikki can't beat Rhea, and it's just a whole mess of stuff here.
3: I think Rhea had her moment at WrestleMania. Nikki had her moment with Money in the Bank and the night after, and Charlotte gets her SummerSlam moment and stays undefeated. I, I think it's all pointing in that direction. You know they, they got to keep keep her climbing up to sixteen titles, and you don't know how long she plans on on uh, staying in the ring full time. So you got to get them get them done as quickly as possible. I think.
0: What, without having her lose. Where would her she be going? Where would she be going if she's not in a ring full time? She going to Hollywood? Perhaps or
3: maybe she's just you know get, getting older. I mean, she's not young. She's in her like late thirties. So. Is he really. She doesn't- yeah, she doesn't have any kids yet, so you know, maybe she she might want to do that. I'm just saying, like, you know, okay. you never know. So and I'm sure the plan is to get her up to sixteen titles like her father. So and yeah, you, know, you don't want all of them to be like five day reigns, you know.
0: So you got
3: I think she needs to have like a longer one at this point in her career.
0: All right. Gary, what are you thinking here, pal?
2: Yeah, I mean you were saying it's it's Nikki's first SummerSlam appearance, and it's going to be her first title defense at SummerSlam, and it's going to be her first title loss at SummerSlam. Um, unfortunately, I think, um, they, as much as I love Nikki, and I've seen her over here before she came across, and she's great, um, I'm I'm with John Smith. I think that because they're trying to get Charlotte as as many title reigns as possible now that she's back from her little holiday in Mexico, um, I think that Charlotte was over. So.
0: Okay, so actually, Gary, what I wanted to set you up with uh, Nikki Ash. She went a little Nikki Cross on Charlotte this past mm. Monday after her loss. The uh, that wasn't Nikki Ash that threw that tantrum after that match. She uh, yeah, yeah.
2: she crossed up Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I mean Nikki's. I mean, I do love Nikki, and she has she does have everything to succeed. And I think it's going to be good for her. There's part of me wants them to keep it on her for a little while more to give her a little bit of credibility, but. I do feel that they're going to try and get Charlotte as many reigns as they can, as quickly as possible. Okay. Ryan, who do you got in this uh, triple threat? Well, I think
1: Charlotte Charlotte is very formidable. Rhea is very formidable. But as you know, if you're confident and you believe in yourself, even you can almost be a superhero. And I have Nikki Ash remaining champion after SummerSlam goes off the air. Okay,
0: now Maggie, I I built you up. I built you up. I have to bring up the one <laughs> in seventeen and one. Okay,
5: yeah.
0: And it was Charlotte Flair. So, are we learning our lesson here, or are we going to continue to make the same mistakes? Or what? What is your head at? This is what's crossing you up. here, the Raw Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair.
5: Man, I'm going Charlotte Flair, but I feel like she's she screwed me once. She's gonna screw me again here this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I p- I picked Charlotte as well uh, for for most of the same reasons everybody else just spoke about getting those reins on, keeping her happy. Uh, there are reasons to keep her, you know, have her go elsewhere now. Uh, so I think keeping her happy is is a, is a top contender as well. So.
0: That is fair. You know, happy flair is a – got to be fair to flair, John County. I think that's what what, uh, Maggie was
4: trying to say.
5: Yeah, there you go.
4: Yeah, and and I was originally on uh, the flair bandwagon uh, leading up to this match. Until all this stuff started, you know, dad leaves, fiancé is already elsewhere, a little bit of tension with them announcing her for a show that she had already asked for time off for months in advance. Now I'm starting to wonder, like, I always thought she, you know, I always thought that maybe Cena was never going to get to 17 and the whole goof was going to be that Charlotte gets to break dad's record. That was always my thought. Now I'm starting to wonder whether or not she's longed for the company in total. So after a clean win by Charlotte and then a clean win by Rhea on uh, the last raw, I'm starting to think with their 50-50 booking, this is uh, Nikki A.S.H.'s chance. You know, maybe Charlotte does all the work. She hits natural selection, and then Nikki kind of shoves her out of the ring and uh, picks up the scraps. Uh, I think Nikki retains here, and I hope Nikki retains here because I love Nikki. I loved Crazy Nikki. Uh, I'm not completely in love with the almost superhero character, but I'm afraid that once the run of the almost superhero character ends, Nikki's run may be very close to an end, so I hope she gets a little more time here with this title, and I'm picking her in this match.
0: Yeah, I had this uh, when she won it, and then she when she originally lost to Charlotte, I'm like, all right, this is what they're going to do. They're going to beat her down. They're going to pin her down, whatever, and then, you know, because that's the message. Stay confident. Stay positive. Believe in yourself. You can do it, and you can – this, this is set up for. There's gonna be a lot of crying children if she does not win this match. I mean, I, I just I, I feel like that's where we rewinding back to the Hulk Hogan days and the early, you know, John Cena when Cena was untouchable. You know, it's it just feels like this is a Nikki Ash story. This is gonna be uh, one of the feel good stories of, of the night out of the few. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, you know everyone's cursing all of a sudden now on on WWE now. You know, because it's a cool thing to do. But uh, Nikki's staying wholesome. I guess you want to maybe keep that message. Brian After Joy, me, did you want
1: to say ahead. something? That's why you got to put your head up. Yeah, exactly. So the, so further my point about Nikki Ash, I think, retaining here. Um, there's only one other match on this uh, card that's not a title match. That's a women's match. it's got Alexa Bliss in it. And I think that ultimately putting Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Ash mm-hmm. for that uh, Raw Women's Championship is some place that we're going. I think at some point, when you have the forces, the complete forces of good versus the complete forces of evil, I think that just makes sense. So I got to keep that belt on Nikki until we get there.
0: All right, so I, I like that theory. It's too bad, you know. Blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll get to that match when we get to that. Match. <laughs> uh, we'll just go around the horn real quick. Uh, there was nothing announced as a uh, on the kickoff show, but as we were discussing in pre-production. We kind of have uh, a few possibilities here. Uh, so maybe just throw it around the horn here. Ryan, we'll go talk uh, to you. We'll just go around the horn uh, clockwise. You know, it seems like they were all SmackDown-centric matches. between. Um, I mean, there's a women's tag team title match, maybe a rematch for the Intercontinental Championship. Does that match, you know, that's those are the only two titles plus Reggie. I mean, they're not on the card, but I'm sure Reggie will be jumping around somewhere in the stadium. Uh maybe, you know, you do something a little triple threadish with the money in the bank. I don't know, Ryan. What do you think in the kids that uh kick things off before the show starts tonight?
1: I don't know. I think I'd go with the I'd go with the women's tag titles. I think that Natalia I, you know we we talked about on um, the Daily Wrestling News show how she was gonna recover quickly from that injury and I and I think she's pretty much there, but I think it's still a bit of a nagging injury for her, and I think that they might want to get those tag titles off of Natalia and Tamina so that they can put them establish Shotzi and Tegan. Um, so, I, so I'd so i go with that, and I'd say if they do that, it's a title change.
0: Yeah, straight as a title change. I'll completely agree with that 100%. I'll just skip my turn. There you go. Gary, what do you think is going to happen?
2: I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say that I think that they're going to, as much as – as James Wheeler there was talking about putting his uh Tegan Knox photograph I think that tonight, if they do it, um, it'll be Tegan and Chelsea losing something will happen just because with Natty getting injured to try and go, Oh, look, Natty's got her injury. And then, as Ram was saying, if it is a nagging injury, we will miraculously have a rematch tomorrow or not tomorrow night on Monday night. Um, and they may lose them there, but I think that tonight they will give Nadia a moment just to kind of go, yay, my injury, I'm back. Here we are. And that will be the happy moment. So I'm going to say that they keep the text.
0: All right. Yeah, Nadia, the hard work. She came back from her surgery, John Smith, in three weeks, which is pretty damn from life to ring, three weeks. That's pretty crazy.
3: Yeah, I didn't even think something like, like that was possible with a torn ligament. But, you know, good on her for do for make getting it done. But I don't think they're going to lose the titles if they're in the uh, – pre-show match i don't think they're going to be in the pre-show match though i, I think we're going to get biggie and baron corbin
0: okay good all right yeah. i'm sure we'll have a happy uh bj pavanka with that john
4: <laughs> as, as long as corbin leaves with that briefcase sure uh mm-hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm i'm probably more in the same camp as ryan i think the the women's title uh, tag titles make a lot of sense and it makes sense to get them off of Natty Godlover. Uh, and amazing that she was back and moving around pretty well in the ring. But uh, give her more time to completely heal up. Get, and uh, they, clearly they're moving towards uh, this new team of Shotzi and Knox uh, doing big things. So put the tag titles on them for a little while. It makes sense. Yeah, do you
0: think the tank will be involved, Max? Nice?
4: Is it the match you're picking, too? And then the
0: TCP. Big- they're saying taking care of business. I thought it stood for that crazy bitch. I, I, I mistook what that TCP stood for.
5: <laughs> Why not both, right? It could be both. Yeah, Sorry. I guess both, right? I guess both work. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm actually uh, – th- this one I'm going with uh, Natalia and Tamina as well. I, I think uh, they, that, that tag division is not that deep, and I think they need to keep this going just a little bit longer for sure. And with Natty just coming back from injury – uh, as Gary mentioned too, I think you know if they retain it, then they can always come back tomorrow night or something like that. So, I'm going Natty and Tamina uh, retaining.
2: All right, knew, I'm gonna going to go with the tag match too. I over Ryan. I, knew, I, knew. <laughs> <laughs> you well, I don't you. know,
1: guys. WWE is not. not I, I'm kind of hoping we get a, a Rick
0: Boogs solo at some. I'm kind of <laughs> hoping we get a Rick Boogs solo at some point in time too in the night though. Ryan, I cut you off. What was that?
1: It's just WWE is not known for doing so many rematches, though, so I don't Maybe I don't they'll know.
3: surprise us, Ryan, you
0: know? It's called
1: developing a
3: story, Ryan. And we weren't <laughs> complaining when it was Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black,
0: were we?
4: No, we were not. We no, were not. For good reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so we're going to switch gears back to Monday Night Raw and uh, we're going to have a match for MVP's United States Championship, which is currently held by Sheamus. Uh, this is actually Sheamus' third reign as United States Champion. He won the title from Riddle on uh, night two of WrestleMania. Sheamus the modest two and three at SummerSlam. Uh, his last match at SummerSlam was in 2017 when him and Cesaro, where they were both far they lost to S.H.I.E.L.D. members, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Whatever happened to Dean Ambrose? Damien Priest, on, their hand, on the other hand, he's actually seeking his first United States Championship. He will become, if he wins tonight, he would become the 98-98 United States Champion in uh, professional wrestling history between the, uh, this lineage of this title. Uh, this is Damien Priest's first SummerSlam appearance. As it's pretty obvious, he just got called up. Um, yeah, Vince hates these NXT guys, right? Giving Damian Priest all these title matches. Um, Sheamus has been having—he's been having some of the most amazing United States Championship Open Challenge non-title matches. I, I think I've seen this is this is rivaling Cena right now with these non-title matches. Uh, Damian Priest actually defeated Sheamus in one of those uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, on August 9th, Damien Priest issued the challenge to Seamus, and Seamus actually, to me, shockingly accepted it. Uh, normally, Seamus kind of shies away from stuff like this, but I guess maybe, um, Gary, I, I don't know what an Irish Frazier got his uh, bullets and a pickle. I don't know. What's 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 panties in a bunch? I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't speak Irish.
2: Got his knickers in enough.
0: <laughs> there you go. think I have knickers in it. <laughs> So, uh, but also needs to be noted that Damien Priest has been having uh, some problems lately, uh, specifically with the Miz and John Morrison. Uh, Miz miraculously coming back from uh, another injury. He's up there right with Natalya coming back early. That is incredible. Uh, Miz's healing strength here. Uh, Miz and Morrison also, they kind of patch things up for the time being. They're expecting something. They're going to John Smith. What what is the exact phrase? Here? Because I know you're you're big on this.
3: Wait, what was that?
0: What what is Morrison trying? they gonna make the moist. They're gonna make the desert moist tonight, right? Or something like that, right? What was they uh talking about? No, on
3: they, no, that they were hurting for a squirtin.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. they were hurting for a squirtin. Yeah. <laughs> So uh John Smith will lead with you on this one. Uh, I guess you got the United States Championship, the potential of Miz and Morrison, zombies maybe coming from the woodworks. Who knows?
3: Um, I I like Priest to prevail on this one. He was kind of in um Bad Bunny's shadow for his first major program. So I think they gotta shine the light on him, and I think he's gonna take Seamus out. Seamus, you know, a has a nice long run now. I mean how many defenses he has doesn't really matter. That's just storyline. You know, a nice long run as U.S. title, as U.S. champion, you know, it's time to, to put it on somebody who's, like, young and fresh.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Gary, what are you thinking, pal?
2: Hi. I'm, I'm with John. Um, I mean, I, I think Damon Priest is, is going to do it. They, they were wanting to really, with the bad bunny link uh, earlier in the year, they were getting ready to give him a real big – and then he got injured and it kind of had to wait so I think that they'll put the title on him if bad bunny isn't I'm not sure where he's touring or not at the minute if he's about if he's free it wouldn't surprise me to see them kind of bring him in to do something at the end of the match and then they again they have the moment of uh putting them together to try and give Damien Priest the mainstream rub or whatever but uh, either way I'm going with Damien Priest winning as well
0: all right, uh, Maggie, Sheamus has been dealing, uh, I think Priest broke his nose for the second time uh, mm-hmm. the last time they uh, they were in the, the ring together. Uh, but yeah, the, the Sheamus has been dealing with some uh, some nasal, nostril, whatever you want to call them, issues.
5: Yeah, well, he's going to continue, I think. Let's let's have Damien do that for a third time here tonight. I think Damien uh, Damian definitely uh, pulls one out here and wins the title for sure.
0: All right, Ryan. Uh,
1: You got a green with your beautiful bride there? Careful. Yeah, of course. I agree. Tomorrow, uh, or uh, Monday on Raw, we'll have the ceremonious hot tub photo with Damian Priest and the title and the champagne and the ladies and the whole thing. You know, that'll be what we see on Monday. But, you know, WWE is best experienced by watching the four. You know, when you look back at 2021, 20 years from now, you're going to watch Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. And you've got Sheamus' story and you've got the Damian Priest story at Mania. Both those guys get big wins, heads into SummerSlam. Only Damian Priest leaves with a win tonight.
4: All right. John Connie. Yeah, I think I'm with everybody else here. I think it's uh, you pulled the trigger on uh, the title change here. I think uh, – no offense to Sheamus, but I think putting the title on him to begin with was kind of a – Consolation prize that he he never got the Drew McIntyre match that he wanted at WrestleMania, so instead he got the U.S. title, and uh, you had uh, uh, Damian Priest doing what he uh, doing the whole uh, Bad Bunny thing, and then he kind of went away for a while. Now we're you know he's he's back in our lives, and if he's going to have a shot to stick here long term, put this title on him. Let's see what he can do with it.
0: Alright, it looks like I do to be that guy here. I got a... Between the Miz and Morrison, that, that's one thing, but when... When 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 Priest and Sheamus had their match, and Sheamus's face guard got got knocked off, and then Priest did that spin kick for the win, I get the feeling that Sheamus is going to learn from this and get some type of reinforced, like, super steel, like, vibranium-slash-animatium-style face mask here... Where Priest is gonna go for that kick and break his shin and then get up and then get hit with a bro kick. So I got between that with this with this whole face guard theory plus Miz and Morrison being all being moistful all over the desert. Um uh, I'm gonna go with Seamus to retain here. Why not? Screw it. He's uh he's only had one title defense, right? He's doing for a second one.
4: <laughs>
0: so uh Going from MVPs United States Championship, we're gonna go to the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos are currently in their fifth reign at SmackDown Tag Team Championships. They actually, won the belts from the Mysterios on the Money in the Bank Kickoff Show. Ironically enough, again, just like Bobby Lashley, kind of shocked me. Uh, this is this will be the Usos' first main card SummerSlam appearance. The, the Usos just keep, uh, you know, just seem. They had the problem at WrestleMania up until a few years ago. I believe WrestleMania 34 was finally their first WrestleMania. They just kept on being uh, pre-show superstars and just stealing matches and whatever. But they're finally going to be on the main show. They're going to be going up against the Mysterios, who I just said, that, you know, they're going to be seeking their second SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Bray is four and three all-time at SummerSlam. Dominic. Uh, He's 0-1. He made his in-ring debut at SummerSlam last year in a losing effort to Seth Rollins. Uh, I believe that was Dom's first in-ring match of his career, so that was actually kind of fun. Rey Mysterio's last SummerSlam appearance, though, wasn't uh, in-ring. was in 2012, where he defeated The Miz. So Rey hasn't been nine years since Rey Mysterio has graced the SummerSlam ring uh both usos uh the story is when both usos are on the same page as roman reigns uh they're on the bloodline a series of singles matches that take place with all four guys Usos winning the first handful then the Mysterio's winning the more recent matches i do believe ray uh dominic accidentally cost ray last night i guess maybe we'll get into that some cheap te- some teaching moments recently between ray and dom where ray's kind of coming off condescending Nothing really major. Really haven't seen any sort of negative reaction from Dom taking his father's advice. But you kind of see something potentially on the horizon. Uh, again, with last night, I guess Dom tried to help, interfered. Ray told him to stay out of it. Dom helped anyway. Cost, Ray a match. Stuff like that. You know, father, son, I love you, but I'm just trying to learn. I get it, dad. You know, it's, maybe it's just a different angle because it's father, son. But you kind of see something brewing here. And as we all know, SummerSlam has a very special place in the hearts of the Mysterios way back in 2005, where a match between Ray and Dominic's biological father, Eddie Guerrero, took place, where Dominic cost his father the match in order to stay and be, Ray, be raised by Rey and the Mysterios. It's a heartwarming match, little eight-year-old Dominic shaking that ladder so Eddie couldn't get the whatever was on top of was it was a contract i mean it was the papers right the adoption papers I don't know. anyway ryan ryan joy ministerbelletime.com uh
1: what do you got on this one i don't know you say ray mysterio is condescending i say dominic's a little bit arrogant this is not a recipe for success if you're not in the bloodline and you're not a samoan you're not walking out of SummerSlam weekend with a with a title uh, i say The Mysterios are going to win here. Roman will probably win later. Spoiler alert. Samoa Joe tomorrow. It's going to be, if you're not Samoan, if you're not in the bloodline, you're not winning.
0: Well, then some of us called Naomi to win the Queen of the Ring, too, so she's not too far behind. Maggie!
5: yeah, I'm going with the Usos retaining here. I think this this thing that's brewing under the surface. Uh, I'm not saying it's coming to a head. I think we still have a long way to go here between Dominic and Wright, but I think it's gonna definitely uh, cause some some problems here tonight in the match and the Usos will retain for sure.
2: All right, Gary. Yeah, I wasn't sure when the nights the match if it was gonna be like a gimmick match like I don't know like a mugshot on a pool match or something like that but they they kind of um, sorry blow no blow um i do think with with today being bring your child to work day i think that they, they want to make, um they want to make they want to make like give the wee feel-good moment for the poor little child and i do i think they i think the mysterious take it and um, i think that the, the recent indiscretion this this is going to be where we we get our payback for it and the mysterious will take the things.
0: The only thing that's kind of going with me with that, with the uh, the Mysterio's winning, just to just pause in here. It's it always seems like every time, like you have a faction. Let's just say Evolution for a second. So you have the the like the, a tag team like 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 Batista and Flair right or They would win and then then Hunter would lose, or if they would lose, then Hunter would win. You normally never get both. So that may be John the Connie. I don't know if you're, if I'm explaining that right, but.
4: Yeah, yeah, I see where you're going with that, but uh, I, I just think that the the tensions mounting between uh, Ray and Dom will be the bigger storyline here, and uh, it'll be a loss for the Mysterios, a retention for the Usos, and you know more of uh, dear old Dad uh, telling his son to be more humble and pay more attention and blah blah, and then by Dom uh, leading to their eventual uh, breakdown.
0: All right, John Smith.
3: Yeah, give me the usos also. I'd love to see the the turn by Dominic, or even better would be Ray, if Ray mm-hmm. turned and hit his son in the back yep. with a chair. But I don't I don't think they would ever do that. Uh, I I got I would love to see Dominic do it though on the on a big stage, so it's on the pay per view. Like Ryan was saying, for years to come, you you look back at the big four pay per views, and you got the Mysterio's one turning like father or son turning on father. I, I think that would be good storytelling for them.
0: Yeah, like I said, you know, it's, it's ton in, tongue-in-cheek from back in 2005, but, you know, the Mysterios of SummerSlam, it's, it's synonymous just because that match was just so great. And, like, just everything with, you know, Eddie actually being Dominic's biological father, the whole thing is just – and then now Dominic made his debut last year at SummerSlam. Ray made his WWE debut against, Summer, uh, against Kurt Angle at SummerSlam 2002. If uh, memory serves to correct, so Mysterio's and Summerslam, that's kind of their thing. So it would be fun to see it. Uh, I got the Usos; I just think they're better. They're they're gonna cheat. It's just it's, and I just think they're just another better tag team above anything else. But yeah, they're gonna. I think they're gonna cause some kind of rift. Like they're gonna hit Dom from behind, and you know, Ray. You know, they'll duck away, and like Ray will be standing there, like, oh my god, and Dom will think it's Ray. Maybe I don't know. they can do some stuff with that, though. Uh, yeah, my phone's actually a little crazy. I'm, I'm coming out live okay, though. So, um, Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal, Gary.
2: <laughs>
0: Drew McIntyre. Do you know what Drew McIntyre's record is at SummerSlam?
2: Probably worse than mine last year, trying to predict it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's the same Gary's 1-0. <laughs> last year was his first ever SummerSlam. He defeated Randy Orton to defend to retain the WWE Championship back in 2020. That's the only time he's ever been at SummerSlam. Jinder Mahal, also 1-0 at SummerSlam, and the last time he was at SummerSlam was in 2017, where, just like Drew, Jinder defended the WWE Championship when he defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. So you got two former WWE champions, both former members of the legendary band turned wrestling team 3MB, along with Heath Slater. So, story here, Jinder Mahal stole Drew's sword, so Drew trashed Ginder's motorcycle, which caused Ginder to attack Drew during Money in the Bank, making sure Drew didn't win, which completely set off Drew because that was his last opportunity to challenge for the WWE Championship while Lashley's champion. So Drew has been swinging his sword violently around like a crazed Scottish maniac.
2: Gary, you bet against Drew last year. Are you going to learn your lesson here, or what are we doing? I know you're all such a shock, no. I'm going for Drew to win. I'm with James Wheeler on this. I've just seen him chime in there. James, you're you're gonna be right on this one, I think. Uh we've got McIntyre taking it. And uh, apparently the, the replica swords have been selling quite well on site <laughs> this week. Uh they've been selling them. um so they've been selling quite well. So I think Angela might get involved somehow, but uh I I, I can't see I can't see any other option other than Drew <laughs>
0: Now, Maggie, I, I didn't get the, I don't know if you watched uh, the Essential Wrestling podcast on Tuesday, so I'll do this joke again just for the, the sake of you, uh, for you. Uh, this past Monday, there was a handicap match where Jinder Mahal, he put his left Veer in, he put his left Veer out, and then they did the hanky shanky, and they turned themselves about, and now Veer and Shanky are not allowed to be at ringside during this match.
5: yeah it's true it's true i think it would have made for a more interesting um an interesting match for sure uh if if they weren't you know shanky wasn't uh, banned from ringside but uh i i've got drew on this as well i don't think there's any way i mean i think the way they've been building him being a little unstable and going a bit off off script and crazy uh just leads us to uh, him winning tonight for sure
0: yeah john the connie um Oh, I was going to sex you up, but I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah, so we have a 10-match card tonight. I believe we discussed on Tuesday. I believe if you're going to have one squash match,
4: this could be it. Yeah, it it just – this one, I I put so little thought into this one uh, before (laughs) circling (laughs) Drew McIntyre that it scares me. Like, I feel like everything's lining up where – Okay, Drew gets to have Angela at ringside, the the sword. Veer and Shanky aren't at ringside, so Jinder uh, uh, has no backup. It's just too easy. Of course Drew's going to win. And that fact scares the hell out of me that I'm going to be wrong, yep. but I'm still going with uh, Drew McIntyre.
0: <laughs> yeah, John Smith, it, it, it's funny because it reminds me, as that. I'm a big fan. I, I really enjoyed WrestleMania 34. Now, at WrestleMania 34 – there was a fatal four-way for the United States Championship back when the belt was, you know, you know, not MVPs. It was Randy Orton. It was Bobby Roode. It was Rusev. And that was the big three. Who did you choose from? And then the fourth one was Jinder Mahal. Nobody gave him a shot, and Jinder ended up walking out of WrestleMania as United States Champion. It just seemed like everyone just like, okay, he had his title run. They're not going to India anytime soon. Why even have gender on TV and it's just that he just wins, you know, matches he's not supposed to.
3: Yeah, that's true. I mean, he did beat Randy Orton clean. We could see the great Khali get involved in this. I kid, I Ooh. kid, but but maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? Uh I got Drew winning it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the swerve of the night. I mean, there's gotta be some swerve, something that we don't see coming, but yeah, I got Drew winning this one, especially because they're invoking the name of his mother with the whole sword situation, so I, I think that would be in bad taste if, if he ended up losing after using using her as like kind of a pawn in this.
0: Brian Joy, is the sword going to be involved? Are they going to make him keep it backstage? Is it going to stay in that little styrofoam rock that he puts it in there like he's uh, King Arthur? Like, what What are we going to do with the sword tonight?
1: I mean, I hope the sword is not involved. I mean, Decapitation. that would be a pretty brutal uh, conclusion to the man where yeah. the sword is involved. So I'm hoping the sword stays sheathed um, unless unless WWE really leans in and they go all Nick Gage and he uses it like a pizza cutter on Jinder's on, uh, forehead. I don't see that coming on a WWE show. I don't. And this is probably, Jinder Mahal is probably the least compelling opponent for Drew McIntyre that they could find. They should have let Beer and Shanky not only be at ringside, but be in Jinder's corner. It should have been a triple handicap match. And then maybe I would have found a reason to pick Jinder Mahal in this match. But as it stands, Jinder Mahal is going down hard tonight. Uh, it might not be a squash. They might get 12 minutes out of it. But there's are going to be some short matches because this thing's going to be over by 11 tonight because uh, WWE made that deal with Vegas because of the Pacquiao fight.
0: Yeah, but Pacquiao's not fighting the guy he's supposed to be fighting. So. Yeah. Like, what, no why does Megan's care? And um, uh, I think we have over 30 people in our originals pool that Maggie Mae is currently winning. By one point over Ryan. I keep on shooting off Maggie. Orion's only one point behind herself. That's it. Uh, out of the over 30 people that are in it, three people picked Gender Mahal, and all those three are on the bottom of the list. So, <laughs> I, again, like, I feel like this is just so... I'm picking Drew McIntyre. Like I, said, I have to set the squash match. It's a 10-match card. I know people, you know, whatever. It's got to be done for Pac. I, I think you can extend everybody else's match if you make this, you know, you know, the bell rings and gender just turns around right into a Claymore and just be done with it. You know, so um, I got Drew McIntyre. Now, probably from one of the most uh, anticipated Matches in, in women's wrestling history. Uh, we have Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie. See now the comparison. Everyone kind of took some shots last night at that guy that was crying in the crowd when CM Punk came out after seven long years. That was the effect I had when Eva Marie came back into my life and is now wrestling at Summerslam. <laughs> Alexa Bliss is 1-2 in SummerSlam history. She actually won a six-woman tag team match where she was supposed to tag with Eva Marie back in 2016. But then whatever, I guess, what happened with Eva Marie being released, Eva Marie was replaced by Nikki Bella, and it was Nikki Bella, Alexa Bliss, and Carmella winning that six-woman tag team match. The last time we saw Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam, was back in 2018 where she lost the Raw Women's Championship to Ronda Rousey in convincing fashion. Uh, this would be Eva Marie's debut uh, again, uh, I guess debut to Electric Boogaloo. As uh, she was supposed to, as I mentioned, supposed to debut in 2016. She was replaced by Nikki Bella. Way uh, back in 2014, she was actually in Brie Bella's corner versus Natalia. So it was Brie Bella versus Natalia. Eva Marie was in the corner with Nikki supporting, being a part of the Bella Army. So this story goes that Eva Marie and Dewdrop were guests on Alexa's playground. Eva didn't like the setting. Lily ended up tripping her. That bitch. Another trip to the playground saw Dewdrop attack Alexa, causing Lily to go tumbling to the ground, in which Lily ripped off the undertaker by sitting up magically. That was pretty crazy. Alexa mm-hmm. Bliss then defeated Dewdrop two weeks ago after Lily winked at Dewdrop promoting ProWrestlingPicking.com during the match, leading to the Raw roll-up pin. And then this past Monday, Eva Marie instructed Dewdrop to steal Lily from Alexa so that Lily would not be a distraction at SummerSlam. But Dewdrop is so spooked by Lily's, she couldn't go through with it, leading with a tough love lesson by Eva Marie slapping Dewdrop co- twice across the face when she returned empty handed. So Maggie May, uh, it only be fitting being the, the love, the first lady of the Essential Wrestling Five. This is probably the most hyped match in women's division history. It's gonna be historic. We're uh, all so we want to get your opinion first on, on this legendary matchup.
5: Yeah, uh, you know, similar to the swords flying off the shelves for Drew McIntyre, I've heard the Lily dolls are also flying off the shelves. Really? In Vegas. So, uh, yeah, I think this is where uh, I think Alex. This is match, man. I think Alex is gonna uh, gonna take it home for sure. I think there'll be something with Dewdrop. Hopefully, I hope. Uh, I think it was James Wheeler said. I hope Dewdrop uh, betrays Eva here tonight too, as well. We see a turn there.
4: All right, I didn't like that answer, John the County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the most interesting thing that could happen in this match is exactly what uh, James and Maggie May just uh, laid out for you—that at some point, uh, Dewdrop has her marching orders to attack, and you know, I don't know if uh, Lily winks at her from the corner again or something. But after she stared into Lily's eyes, I think Dewdrop is a changed woman. Uh, perhaps she even uh, changes her name sometime soon. Uh, but I think uh, I, I do think that uh, Alexa Bliss will take this match.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe Lily, you know, she's scared of Dewdrop so much, she might actually end up with a Scottish
2: accent, Gary. Could do. I mean, I was just thinking back to something you said about five minutes ago. Do you remember you said, we're always allowed one squash match on a show? Oh, <laughs>
0: um, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, sorry, but I think Alexa is going to have this again. I'd love Dewdrop to get involved. There's part of me would love. With that, and it's not going to happen. There's part of we'd love Bray Wyatt to come back and get involved, like the kind of as the shock, which I don't think will happen. But, um, as I say, unfortunately, I think Alexa go over. Eva Marie does have a couple of things going for her, but I do think that it'll just be uh, Alexa's night. All
0: right, John Smith, Gary kind of stole it here. Okay, so a lot going on with Bray Wyatt. Well, not like he's tweeting. He has not changed his Twitter handle yet. There's rumors going on. Him and Vince didn't get along. Okay, let's just call that a rumor. That's BS. Is this going to be payback for what Alexa did to Bray at WrestleMania? Are we going to see
5: this?
3: I did not even think of that. And that could be the (laughs) whole that could totally be the swerve, the the oh my god, holy bleep moment of the night. I almost want to change my pick to Eva Marie, but i am already locked in on Alexa. But, you know, now I'm coin-flipped on this one. So take
0: that what you will. Because normally, Ryan, you report on the news a lot, on the Daily Wrestling News show. That's your job. Normally when a wrestler gets released by WWE, the first thing that they do is change their Twitter handle.
1: Yeah, it's often that they do that. It's true. And the, But the one thing I would note is that, when we hear the thing about the 90 day non-compete, these wrestlers are still under contract. It's kind of like as an employee, when you give a two weeks notice, WWE is giving them a 90 day notice and they're still getting paid throughout this whole time. So Bray Wyatt is still a WWE contracted wrestler. They just have intentions of ending that contract in about two months time. The other thing that's interesting is that all the, there's a whole class of people that are hitting their date on 831, which is about another week from now. So all of those guys, they could bring them back too. That's your Braun Strowman's and your, you know, those, those Buddy Murphy, those people, they're all coming due pretty soon. So they could negotiate a new contract and start that right, right now. Bray Wyatt's still a couple months out, so they could bring him back for a special, but not unless they had somewhere they were going with it, I don't think, but it's a lot of fun to think, but. As far as tonight goes, I already mentioned that I think Alexa Bliss is going to win this so that she can at some point down the road face the Raw Women's Champion Nikki Cross in the Good versus Evil match. Uh, so I think Alexa Bliss is going to do drop Eva Marie in short fashion tonight.
0: The winner of this match, Eva Marie! Yeah, I can't even get that science done. But yes, no, I'm going with some type of Bray Wyatt. I'm talking Dewdrop. If it's not gonna be Bray Wyatt, Dewdrop has to take the lesson. She's gotta toughen up. It's just the doll. Toughen up, take care of it. We're taking Alexa Bliss down tonight. I'll do more uh fun stuff, specifically scooters, and yeah. That's pretty much it. Scooters is all I got. No. Scooters, <laughs> though I did not say hooters no, we're not staying in that match. We'll do the next match. <laughs> Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship, uh, we have AJ Styles and Omos in their first reign as Raw Tag Team Champions. They won the titles from the New Day at WrestleMania. AJ Styles, with a stellar record of 3-1 and one at SummerSlam, his only loss came by this qualification to Samoa Joe. So AJ Styles has never been pinned at SummerSlam. Omos will be making a SummerSlam debut. The last time we saw AJ Styles at SummerSlam was not last year. It was back in 2009 where he defeated Ricochet to retain the United States Championship. RK bro, here's a fun little fact. Not only as a team, they're looking for their first reign as Raw Tag Team Champions. They're looking to become the 66th. Execute Championship 66, John McCommie. The 66th Raw Tag Team Championship in that title's uh, lineage. Fun fact, Randy Orton has never won the Raw-slash-WWE Tag Team Championships. He won the SmackDown Tag Titles, but he's never won, and the World's, excuse me, and the World's Tag Titles. a two-time Tag Team Champion. He has never won the Raw-slash-WWE Tag Team Championships. Randy Orton is seven, seven and one all time at SummerSlam. Riddle will be making his debut. Orton will tie the Undertaker with his 16th SummerSlam appearance tonight. The uh, last time we saw Randy Orton at SummerSlam, uh, I mentioned earlier, he lost the WWE Championship match to Drew McIntyre. So Riddle loves teaming with Randy Orton. They had a small, you know, couple week run together, and they did pretty well. Randy took a seven-week vacation where Riddle got his ass kicked repeatedly by AJ Styles and Omos in Randy's absence. Randy returned only to say that he wanted to stay solo and eventually RKO'd Riddle. Riddle took it as a lesson and had to do the RKO better, continued to have Randy's back in matches against both Styles and Omos, thus earning Randy's respect. And here we are. John Smith. Bro.
3: Bro this is the best the, the best gimmick going right now is riddle and orton the best story going at the moment so i i got them winning it to take nothing away from the greatest wrestler possibly of all time aj styles and i, I he's going to take the pin though because they're going to keep almost looking strong possibly even like start a rift between them like he gets mad or you know doesn't drag aj down the aisle and put him on his shoulder to get out he's just like oh, screw this maybe but you know, I got I got Randy and Riddle celebrating, and then possibly an RKO to finish it all off.
2: <laughs> Gary, bro, bro, yeah, bro. bro. should this. I think it's like they, they definitely to me. I know Vince had Riddle on TV for a lot because he thought he was funny and just was like, oh, let's get him on to just say bro and shoot birds out of his feet, um, but. He's now moving them through and getting them involved with AJ and getting them involved with Orton and he. I do think that they they see a bit long term now in Riddle. Um. So as as John was saying, definitely it's it's been the best thing. Sort of it's going the biggest story coming out, and so definitely I can see AJ, as you say, hasn't been pinned at SummerSlam. I expect him to be pinned tonight. Maybe I was thinking with an RKO finish, Orton RKO's Riddle on the top of. AJ is like a, a, a double team finisher, but um, <laughs> I, either way, it'll be it'll be Orton. It'll be RK Bro taking the title. All
1: right,
4: John the Connie. bro, bro. Yes, I I do believe uh, that although Omas will stay strong, uh, if you know, there's a very short expiration date on RK Bro, just because. Randy doesn't have the patience for the, the foolishness. So, if you're going to pull the trigger on it, pull it quick. And I think this will have a very stallion ending and we will have new tag team champions. Well put. Ryan Joy.
1: Bro, we're all focused on Matt Riddle hitting an RKO. What if Randy Orton hits the floating bro for the pinfall
5: tonight
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> on anybody? <laughs> So, uh, Al. Point of clarification: You were saying earlier that Randy Orton is going to tie the Undertaker. Was that for the most appearances at SummerSlam?
0: That is, that, that is what I saw via the website. I, uh, I kind of cheated to get Randy Orton director because I feel like going all the way back to two thousand three to get it.
1: Now, was that so? We don't know if they counted Undertaker twice in ninety four, right? Because it was Undertaker yeah. versus Undertaker. <laughs> so, it still check counts as one down.
4: match, though. You know. <laughs>
1: We've got to check that, um, but it would be—I I guess that's two appearances. Anyway, yes, I think this is the uh, this is one of the feel-good moments of the evening. Um, you've got the RK Bro; they're going to win. Everybody's everybody loves Riddle. Everybody loves Randy. Uh, I fully suspect not only will RK Bro win the tag titles tonight, but Randy Orton will come to Raw wearing sandals on Monday. <laughs> With well, the Crocs, right?
0: He doesn't really wear Crocs. Wow, Maggie bro. I don't
5: know what, oh, bro. I don't know what Ryan's thinking oh, to think that uh, he's gonna show up on Monday like that. But uh, I'll say, I'll say this: uh, I'm going against the grain here. I picked AJ and almost. Here's the thing, so, well, well, w- I. I- I could see it going both ways, but WWE doesn't know how to make something good work. And they always wow. break things apart. So I think here, I think, I think they're gonna do it. I think AJ is, uh, oh, sorry, almost, they, they haven't done enough to make him strong on his own. And I think it's too early to pull the trigger for them to start that rift. They may, or to, to finish that rift. They may start it here. I may be completely wrong, but I'm going out on a ledge. And I'm saying RKO, uh, RK Bro do not win
2: tonight. Okay. I I got RK Bro. I still have hope, and I actually think if they do go with them, that they'll open up the show with them. Mm. And then the first thing, if they're going to put RK Bro over, that the very first thing. Yeah. Yeah. This would be
0: a good show. Yeah. If if they're winning, then this would be a good
2: match to open the show. Correct. Brian,
0: you were going to say something?
1: Yeah, Maggie asked what I was smoking and we are talking about RK Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a maybe a contact high. <laughs> I, I can share if you'd like.
5: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, sure. Gary, I got, got RK Bro like. only because I, I'm I'm gonna see this going for a couple months. This isn't over I don't I don't think the the rift between styles and omos happens tonight. I, I think this is just going to be whatever. They're just going to the, get the upper hand. A, yeah, RKO on Styles. Styles going to take the fall. Um, eventually, though, when it, when they when the, the rift does happen, if it does happen, as I'm calling it, Styles is going to tag himself in, try to do the flying forearm, and get caught. So now the, RK bro, the RKO is actually the perfect move for that because Randy has hit it on AJ before. Maybe Riddle this time hits it. Riddle learns it. Uh, but I hope that doesn't happen tonight. I don't want to see the breakup tonight. I want to – because Extreme Rules is next. Like, I, let's get Omos. Give him some toys here. Let's go. Like, let's, like give, give Omos a kendo stick to beat up Randy Orton and Riddle. I think that would be a lot of fun. So, yes, yeah, exactly. Just for a feel-good moment of this. We'll go with, with Riddle and Bro tonight. But I, this is, I, I want this to keep going uh, for the next two months, possibly into Saudi Arabia. So, I think that was fun. So now we're going to be getting into uh, the big, I don't want to call the the main event matches. Um, ironically enough, the last three matches, I'm talking about the ones I'm considering main event matches, all from SmackDown, so you tell me. Um, we have Edge and Seth Rollins here. Now, <laughs> Edge is 8-2 at SummerSlam, which is tied for the second most wins in SummerSlam history, chasing The Undertaker, who has 10. 8-2 uh, at SummerSlam, he's 5-1 in singles competition. That one loss came to The Undertaker back in 2008. Um, his last match at SummerSlam, believe it or not, I know he was supposed to have this whole feud with Orton last year. The last time we saw Edge at SummerSlam was 2010 when he was teaming with Team WWE as they defeated the Nexus. That's how long ago that was since we've seen Edge. Seth Rollins, not too shabby as well as SummerSlam. He's actually 6-1. and 4-1 uh, and one in singles competition. His only blemish, as we all know, came at the hands of Finn Balor. Uh, but I guess Finn Balor was the one who really lost in that match. I guess maybe, maybe Rollins should be 7-0. Um, so Rollins, uh, he's tied for 6th most wins in SummerSlam history. And he's actually riding a 4-match win streak. Uh last year he defeated Dominic Mysterio and Don D. Max. That was his fourth consecutive win at SummerSlam. So eight and two versus six and one, a combined fourteen and three in SummerSlam between these two competitors It's pretty crazy. Uh, storyline goes here in 2014, Seth Rollins had held Edge hostage to get the authority reinstated into power after the Survivor Series. Trivia question, who was the sole survivor of that match? To uh, Kenny Authority out of of WWE. All right, too quick, uh, too slow. Dolph Ziggler. That was Sting's debut, remember? Sting debuted and he... Anyway. Uh, Seth Rollins is hell-bent on once again becoming Universal Champion, but got line-jumped by Edge for the title match at Money in the Bank. So Seth Rollins interfered in the title match, costing Edge the match, saying that if he can't be champion then neither can Edge. Last night, we had a little bit of nostalgia where Edge cut a pretty intense promo saying he's going to a place that he doesn't want to go to that he hasn't been to in a very long time and that the blood in his veins is now black because of Seth Rollins. Cue up Seth Rollins in a nice shiny white suit. Very very tame for Seth Rollins, but then when we get it, we actually got a brood back. With the the, the the music the beginning of the brood uh, the brood music uh, John the Connie, you like doing impersonations uh, can you do the brood? <laughs> do do, do. Uh, yeah. I
4: got another yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> So we got a brood
0: bath for the first time in God knows how long uh but then, you know the poetry there you know Ed said the blood was you know was black in his in his body now and it was the black brood bath um, I don't think you want to do that to the kids. That would pretty much traumatize kids if you just dropped the whole bucket of red blood. That's very carry of uh, whatever. So, John Smith, uh, who's your pick for this match? I consider this to be toss-up. We talked about it and on the Daily Wrestling News show yesterday uh, that this was a toss-up. And does Edge walk the aisle to the brood music, I guess, is the bigger question now.
3: Uh Maybe the beginning of it, but then I I think he still comes out to his music after that. Maybe he gets like a nice intro, brood style intro. I got Edge winning this one. You know, he didn't put Roman over twice just to lose to another Shield member. What are they gonna send him to AEW to lose to Ambrose after this? So yeah, I got I got Edge winning this one. Um, I just hope it comes on at nine o'clock when I'm on my way to
0: work. Gary, so maybe maybe Edge comes out of the ground like he used to on stage to the brood music, and then have the lights go out.
1: Then you know, you thinking, you yeah, know, you know, then all could, of a and all you
2: know, that, that could, kicks in. Yeah, he could come out of the stage with Gang. They could bring Gangrel back for one night and have him come up beside him. Um, he's hanging
0: out with Gangrel's hanging out with Ryan right now. He can't. He's busy. <laughs>
2: That's a terrible thing to say about maggie may what are you trying to say <laughs> um, oh sorry um no but, uh, i have i there are kind of three old timers in the verdict time commas coming back for masses you have goldberg back you've seen it back and you've edge coming back and this might give away where I'm going with one of the matches later on, but I only have one of the old timers and inverticom going over and it's Edge. I have Edge beating Seth Rollins tonight. Um I just think it's it, it's his time and Rollins can can survive the, the loss, so I'm going for Edge with the feel good moment. John McCartney. Uh, you
4: know, I, I all along the way when they were just trading barbs back and forth and referencing each other's family, I had Seth on over here because it's probably the right thing to do for the company the future. You know, we all love Edge, but, you know, what are we going to do with him next? We're not putting the belt on him, so what's, what are we going to do here? Then when he invoked the brood music and the brood bath and went to that dark place and blah, 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 I'm starting to realize that I think now Edge is going to take this one, so that's where I went with my bet.
0: All right, Ryan, we discussed yesterday in the Daily Wrestling News show Seth Rollins' is record when he's a, a face and as is a heel. He, he eats a lot more losses as a heel.
1: You know, I, uh, I, I locked my picks in here early, and I picked Seth Rollins. Um, It's so funny, you know, the brood disbanded in June of 1999, and I have talked about them more this week than I have since (laughs) year 1999. Dan Grell, you know, like much to what Gary, I don't know what Gary's smoking, um, but Dan Grell is training down here, and I talked about that earlier this week. Christian, he is the Impact World Champion. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but... Uh, I have Seth Rollins winning this match. I think Seth Rollins is doing the best work he has done, especially as a heel since he's been in WWE. The Messiah character was too much, but what he's got going now, I think, is perfect. Um, I, I, so I think Seth is probably the next challenger for the winner of the Roman Reigns John Cena match. So uh, so I gotta I gotta pick Seth Rollins to win here.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna line jump here. I got Seth Rollins winning because just because of that fact I think he's been the whole thing is because of the Universal Championship and how he got screwed over. Like he wants that. So uh oh, Maggie May, had a quite well, setup for it. I just forgot what it was. then Maggie May, what do you got in this? One?
5: Uh I hate to disagree with my husband, but I'm going to here. Um I went with Edge uh, for sure. Oh um, <laughs> what about remember? this?
0: What about this theory? Literally. What about this theory? Last time we saw Austin Theory on the main roster, he was with Seth Rollins. Maybe Austin Theory interference tonight.
5: Yeah, maybe uh, that could happen. <clears laughs> <clears> on <throat> uh, like, hey, Big you I, I like, I, yeah, yeah. That could be the big swerve of the night. It's awesome. <laughs> coming back for sure. Um, yeah, I got, I got Edge. Uh, I think you know. I hear what you guys are saying about Rollins and, and going after Universal, but I also think that Rollins winning has less va- a little less value. I think Edge is going to take it home tonight.
0: Okay. Um... The SmackDown Women's Championship. Man, has this match been in the headlines in the past three days? We're gonna run through it as if it's happening because, as of right now, as we're speaking, I believe it is around four fifteen. Uh, we have about you know a little over three hours till showtime.
2: We're going to have
0: a WrestleMania rematch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Bianca Belair, she is in her first reign as the SmackDown Women's Champion She won the title from Sasha Banks on April 10th in the year of our Lord 2021 In the main event of Night One at WrestleMania This will be Bianca Belair's first SummerSlam appearance Sasha Banks will be seeking her second reign as SmackDown Women's Champion She's also a five-time Raw Women's Champion uh, Sasha, just like WrestleMania, at least Sasha's on, uh, she's off the squad douche here. She is 1-3 at SummerSlam. She defeated Alexa Bliss back in 2017. But she lost her last appearance, which was last year. She lost the Raw Women's Championship to Asuka. Remember Asuka pulled Double Duty last year? That was a lot of fun. I rewatched our show from last year. Forgot Asuka pulled the Double Duty. Uh, so Sasha Banks returned to SmackDown in July to thwart an attack by Carmella and Zelina Vega on Bianca Belair, only for Sasha Banks to turn on Bianca later in the night. Sasha Banks said she would never have the spotlight taking off her ever again, in which Bianca replied, Girl! Uh-uh! <laughs> the main event... <laughs> the WrestleMania main event between these two... <laughs> I broke
4: <laughs> uh, the, the
0: WrestleMania main event won an ESPY for WWE moment of the year. Rumors going around that this match was in jeopardy since both Bianca and Sasha missed some house shows last weekend, but it turned out that those rumors were false. As reported by the Daily Wrestling News show this past Friday, this match is happening. But then we find out uh, yesterday that Sasha Banks missed SmackDown. So, Brian Joy, can you please sort through the poppycock real quick before we get into the face of this match?
1: Yeah, so, uh, as of 10 a.m. this morning, the latest I've seen uh, from Mike Johnson at PW Insider, uh, the latest he heard is that Sasha Banks is not able to perform at SummerSlam. I would not expect WWE to announce this until at least the pre-show. So that's the 7 p.m. hour. Um, But let's go with the fact that she is going to compete and what our picks are. Uh, Regardless of whether Sasha Banks shows up, I think Bianca Belair walks out with the championship. And I hope, Al, that you didn't break John Smith a few seconds ago.
0: I get him every once in a while. Not you know uh, the, the, the hanky shanky thing, I don't know you will call me a name, but I'll get him every once in a while. All right, nothing, so nothing right. will beat
3: the Helena Cell thing.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> what about Dante Martin? Gary,
0: who do you who do you got? I know you you love this match, Gary. I remember you, you talked so highly about it when we discussed it at WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, I mean I, and I'm looking forward to the rematch and I will say well there's a thought Becky Lynch is a replacement, that's not a bad call if she is out um the i will say if um the match is able to take place as it is now i mean i am a i'm a, a self-admitted geek obviously i'm I man like wrestling i must be a geek um but and i'm a massive star wars fan however i can safely say that i don't think george r banks is going to go over it is going to be bianca bellair is going to take it and we'll, we'll still she'll be able to Flip her hair back and forth or whatever she does with that ponytail. Um well, she's married. a
0: Mandalorian, she's not a Jar Jar, she's a Mandalorian.
1: <laughs> her last name is Banks, she has to be related. Be. Yeah, that's <laughs>
2: it um but yeah, no, I'm gonna go bank up Air to beat her again. So.
0: John the Connie, here's some numbers for you.
1: I know you like my numbers. Uh, So this is a WrestleMania rematch.
0: This isn't the first time that this has happened. There's been many matches. Let's go WrestleMania 10. Owen Hart defeated Bret Hart. And then back at SummerSlam, Bret defeated Owen. Uh, I believe Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero did this. I believe Undertaker did this with both Edge and Randy Orton. I think Undertaker swept Edge. But no, he split with Randy Orton. I believe Kurt and Eddie split more times than not. Whoever wins at WrestleMania loses at SummerSlam, with the exception of the most recent time that this happened, where Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar both at WrestleMania 35, and then the following SummerSlam, beating Brock Lesnar twice, beating both. You know what? Seth Rollins' two Universal title reigns both came at the hands of Brock Lesnar at these two events. So we have our rematch. Normally,
4: it's a split. What happens this time? I would love if that was the case that we got the split here, but I just have the feeling that bolstered by the SB this whole failed experiment of pushing Bianca to the moon way too quickly, I think they're going to dig their heels in and continue her, at least for a little while. So I have Bianca retaining here.
0: All right. May May. I, uh, I'm, I'm at this time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel my numbers at John McConnie. I'm sorry.
5: No, that's right. Uh I'm going to go with uh, the rest of the group here. I think Bianca is going to walk out uh, with the champion still. I think that um, they do. It's true. WWE likes to book 50 50, but I, I think there's a story still here between them and, and having Sasha win it back right away. Uh, after coming back after that absence. I don't know. It, it doesn't feel right. I, th- I think Bianca's going to win.
0: All right. Travis. Oh, wait. That's too soon? Too soon? Too <laughs> soon. John Smith. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess
3: I'm going to be contrarian this one. I got Sasha winning it. Uh, Tommy, don't talk me in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sa- Sasha's a superstar. Bianca's not. Uh, You can tell when when Bianca was out in front of that, that crowd at that rap concert, you could hear a pin drop. You know, if Sasha yeah. was out there, I doubt it would have been the same. I know I know they still would have been, you know, almost as disinterested because they weren't there to see wrestling. But Sasha's a superstar and Bianca, I feel like John McCani said, that it is kind of a failed experiment. Every promo's the same. She's just whipping her hair around all the time. You know, we're not getting much different out of her. So I think I think we're gonna get Sasha. And then, I, and then, you know, they might keep it going and see how Bianca goes as the underdog and ch- chasing the title instead of just all of a sudden winning it right off the bat.
0: John Smith, I couldn't agree with you more, but I still think Bianca's winning. I just think they say yeah, this won the SB. I don't think they want to screw this up. This is just, I, I, I just milking this for what it is. And and Bianca's out of challenges now. Is so that the draft? Allegedly, draft is in a couple weeks, if not October. Like we can, we can, you know, get this back up. Plus Tony Storm's there. We can get Tony Storm and Bianca. We can get. I don't know. I I just I just don't think that they would take it off of Bianca in the in the rematch. They're just doing it again for the sake of the historical nature of the first one. You know, like this. I mean, it's like it's like Hogan Andre. It's just you know. It, it, Hogan didn't win that second one either. You're all wrong. Hogan didn't win that second one either. Andre won the second one that time. (laughs) Yeah. So that brings us to what we will assume will be the main event of the evening for the Universal Championship. Uh, We have the head of the table, Roman Reigns, our current Universal Champion, In his second reign as champion, he's actually coming up on uh, 365. I think it'll be next Monday. Um, He actually, uh, we didn't see him coming last year, where he showed up, wrecked both Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. He wrecked everybody and then left. Showed up on SmackDown with Paul Heyman, only to show up at the following pay-per-view payback the next week, win the Universal Championship, and he hasn't looked back. Uh, Roman Reigns is 3-1 at SummerSlam. His only loss was in that fatal four-way cluster bleep where Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Samoa Joe a couple years back, 2017. The last time Roman Reigns was at SummerSlam, he actually defeated Brock Lesnar to win the Universal Championship. Uh, Like I said, he returned last year. John Cena will be the challenger. He is seeking... Let's just put it this way. I'll do. I'll, I'll phrase it the same way I did for Goldberg. There have been eight people who can say they have been universal champion. John Cena is not one of them. Although he does have sixteen reigns as a uh, as a world champion, thirteen WWE championships, three world championships. John Cena is five and nine at SummerSlam. So as great as he is at WrestleMania. I don't know if that was, that's the most losses in SummerSlam history. I didn't look that up, but I kind of want to say he's top three, if not number one, with those nine losses. The last time we saw John Cena was in two thousand seventeen, where that he got him win. He defeated Baron Corbin um, in the uh, the Curtain Jerker. But John Cena, he's lost six of his last seven SummerSlam matches, dating back to two thousand eleven. And he's lost eight of his last nine singles matches dating back to 2008. So Cena just – he of of Thugonomics, fine. He can't, John Cena can't see SummerSlam.
5: Let's put it that way.
0: John Cena returned at the 2021 Money in the Bank pay-per-view after Roman Reigns defeated Edge to retain the Universal Championship. Cena then challenged Roman to SummerSlam because Cena thinks SmackDown with Roman Reigns as champion sucks. Roman Reigns declined, comparing John Cena to missionary position. The contract signing with Finn Balor as an opponent went wrong with Baron Corbin jumping Balor, who was then jumped by John Cena, and Cena instead signed the contract, and somehow that made this match official. We had a face-to-face where Cena made it clear that he's not there to out-wrestle Roman, he's not there to outshine Roman, that all the pressure is on Roman, and that Cena's going to get his ass beat. But all he has to do is hang in there for one, two, three. And Roman is the answer to the trivia question, who did John Cena beat to win the 17th World Championship? Then to rewind to last night, and it kind of, Cena kind of explains that he needs to embarrass Roman. I didn't have that in my notes. I didn't really understand what was going on. Now if Cena wins. We're not seeing him to WrestleMania because <laughs> he's going to make a movie. So he's not hiding that fact. Like, and it's Roman's fault. That's the embarrassment. Roman is going to have to show up Friday after Friday after Friday without the Universal Championship, and no way to get it back until April of 2022 where John Cena, I guess, has already confirmed he'll be at WrestleMania 38. we are be up to 38. <laughs> so Roman, he decided that he's so confident that that's not going to happen, that every time he beats somebody, they end up leaving Daniel Bryan. That Roman this time, will he's gone. If Roman loses, Roman Reigns will no longer appear in WWE television. Fast forward 90 days, Joe Annoy is all elite. <laughs> John DeConi. with all that said and done these two fought back in 2017 at
4: no mercy Roman Reigns got the win yeah I, I almost feel a little bad for John Cena here because it's it's never a good look when you bring in an all-time great a first ballot hall of famer a guy who's more over than you know just about anyone in the company's history and he feels compelled to tell the audience i know everybody on the internet is saying i'm going to do a movie so there's no way i'm gonna win but i plan on taking the belt and now if he had said i was gonna disappear till royal rumble maybe i believe yeah he's gone all the way till wrestlemania I'm sorry, it's not happening. I, not that there was anything uh, Cena was going to say to make me believe that it was happening anyway, but uh, I think uh, the head of the table retains here, and Cena must acknowledge him. Imagine that Cena acknowledges
1: Brian Joy. You can see I'm I'm decked out. I got all the Cena gear that there is. <laughs> so you would you would I make- didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that there. I'm wearing <laughs> different glasses today. Don't be noticed. I thought I mean, you were naked. I got, I got everything. I got everything, but um, <laughs> I got it all. But you know, we never saw Roman coming last year. Roman will never see Cena the whole match this time. Um, but wow. I mean, why did they have to add this stipulation last night that if Roman loses, he's leaving WWE? I mean, yeah. nobody thought he was going to lose to begin with, <laughs> and certainly nobody <laughs> thinks that now. Um, so, yeah, so Roman Reigns, is gonna I think, is going to win here, obviously. Um, man, I, I wish they didn't add that stipulation last night. I was screaming at the TV when they did it. But Roman Reigns is going to beat John Cena. John Cena, when he comes back, I hope they just put him against a mid-carder and he destroys him.
0: There you go. Yeah, 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 Maggie, Mae, you get lost too on that. You you upset by that? I kind of – Cena was selling me on it too. I'm like, okay, like maybe he's – maybe they have a plan for him. Maybe there's a thing like you know, we could just Brock Lesnar, but I mean, even Brock wasn't that bad, you know, Brockley though you know you at least show up at a big four.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 Ryan, at one point, actually, I think you you said you were like, Uh-oh. uh oh, maybe I picked here wrong, but that's stipulation, and we were both like, all right, that's it. like you know, game over. So yeah, I've got reigns here. I think there's there's really no reason per se for Cena to win. There's a bigger story being told his character, head of the table, you know, it just gains more steam. So I'm going Reigns. Okay. Now,
0: John Smith, we talked earlier about with uh, Bray Wyatt and the Twitter handle and that, you know, he's technically still under contract. You know, the two weeks notice thing. Daniel Bryan? I just mentioned his name. Like, does he weasel his way into this? <laughs> I didn't see anything about Brian Danielson being all elite yet.
3: Yeah, I, I think that they're they're gonna go a different direction. I don't think it's about who's gonna win. I think we all know Roman's winning. I think it's about how the show ends. And I think when when you think like, yeah, Roman doesn't want that title going away till WrestleMania. But you know who else doesn't want to go away till WrestleMania? Is the guy who should be in the match, Finn Balor. And Finn Balor yeah. could be the one that keeps. Cena from winning that championship. Maybe we even see the demon come out at the end of this to, to stop Cena from, from taking that belt off the show because Finn Balor feels like he should be next in line to challenge for it. And he doesn't want to wait till April.
0: And you know what? That could dude, and then that could set up Balor and Cena at WrestleMania, which nobody should ever complain about. That would be incredible.
2: Yep. Gary that's your neck of the woods for the dollar that's what i'm saying look like that I, I came ready that's it. For it. um the only i mean i've picked reigns to go over and there's only one thing that worries me right is there's been the whole talk of saying we want charlotte to be the one to break rick's record if they're upset at charlotte John Cena did drop it in a few promos recently about how many title he's had, and the sixteen and sixteen and sixteen. And I was going, ah, oh, no, um, that I'm worried. Even if it's like for one day, even if like on Monday or next Friday night or whatever he loses it, I am slightly worried. that There's that one percent chance that he does take the one, two, three, and he wins. But hopefully, I'm still going with. There's a bigger story to be told. There's other matches that. Uh, and bigger matches than Cena that Reigns has coming down the pipeline and I think that, that Reigns will will win.
0: Yeah, there's there's a question the question with me with Cena how much is spite involved with this? You know, now that Rick's gone, you know, and Rick kind of abruptly left, you know, Vince it, can be spiteful and okay, how do you kick Rick Flair in, in the in the D without you know, for saying screen, to you guys, I'm going to go sell car insurance, whatever he's doing down, you know, or
2: down in Mexico. Boy, so- sorry, when when is the WWE Madison Square Garden show?
1: September
5: 10th.
2: Because Cena's been uh, advertised for that.
5: Mm.
2: If I mean whether whether he does no more TVs or not, if he was to win the title, then. Madison Square Garden, even in a a non-televised event, having something major, like going, oh, my goodness, whoever beats him back for it. Um, Hopefully it doesn't happen, but he still puts it. Yeah, so the spiteful thing worries me. The Garden Show
0: helps Cena's case, too, because if he's being advertised, that he'll show this summer scene, right? Summer's not over until September 23rd, right? Then it's it's that summertime. Here's the thing. even, Even with Roman Reigns saying... He'll leave WWE. That's just a handshake agreement. That's just that's nothing contractual. You know, he he didn't break out a sharpie and cross out somebody's name and put his own. You know, like so. I I I think that he'll just you know I I didn't mean it or whatever. This place. I think you know that that wasn't contractual. Not that you know. Not that none of these career things are ever. You know, you always bring a guy back.
1: You know, Mick Foley, Shawn
0: Michaels, you know, whoever. So, I mean, I'm going Roman. Like I said, I'm going to compare him to Enzo Amore again, just like I did at WrestleMania. He just can't take the belt off. Him. He can't. Maybe he's with Sini Ken though. Maybe was with Sini Ken. Edge, he couldn't. Daniel Bryan, he couldn't. see maybe can. And then if he gets it back at the Garden, then, you know, moving forward, and we get Goldberg and Roman Reigns at Survivor Series like Vince wants. Al,
1: there's, you know, there's one other point, like, there, you can't put it by, past WWE to just create another match on the fly tonight. And if if John Cena were to beat Roman, maybe then for some, they do some backdoor thing and give a, give us a Cena-Balor match tonight.
0: Well, no, it, well, here we go, right? Here's the question. Here's the question. This is the last question before the Money in the Bank contract is active. I know Baron Corbin has it. This match will be on last. Do you think Baron, you know, Cena could win only for you know? Not I don't know if Baron Corbin can cash it in, but, but how awesome would it be for Big E to cash in and, on John Cena? Great point. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, Gary, <laughs> any money? Does anyone want to put their uh, the, the the points on the line here?
2: I mean, I, I haven't, but it's again. If you, want, if you wanted to make somebody in the night, I know it sounds a bit stupid to say to make somebody one night, but if, if you wanted to do it with Big E and that Reigns goes over and all of a sudden at the end of the show, after a hard match, and Reigns is absolutely knackered, and at 5 to 11 before the fight starts, um, mm-hmm. all of a sudden out comes, you hear Big E's music, and out, out he comes and he, and he does it, and that would be the one, a moment to kind of but i can't see it happening tonight but it'd be be good if it did
0: all right so i don't think anybody checked the box but i do know somebody who did brian (laughs) can you put up tyler's picks please yeah
1: yeah let me go okay
0: so tyler dell couldn't be with us today playing a wiffle ball tournament look at that stride look at that swing textbook swing from tyler dell He's going Bobby Lashley and he's got John Cena with the money in the bank cash in. So I'm assuming he is thinking what we were just discussing.
1: So. But how do you get you out go. the Roman Reigns must leave WWE thing? Mm.
0: He lies. It's not a contractual thing. <laughs> so we put Tyler's pick, but we'll go through Tyler's pick. Because Tyler's not doing too bad in WWE, he's 11 and 7. Thirty-three points. They Had a pretty rough money in the bank, but uh, when he predicted the cash in, so I think he actually he went negative uh, on the money in the bank pay per view. He's got Bobby Lashley, John Cena, Seth Rollins over Edge. Uh, he's he's even on the McIntyre bandwagon. Uh, he's got Bianca and Nikki both retaining. Is that he's got Damien Priest winning MVPs United States Championship, right. bro. And then he's got the Mysterios, and he's got Eva Marie, which scares me. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe Biggie's gonna catch on talk- Bianca. Yeah, it, maybe that.
0: There you go. Yeah, so I mean- uh I think that will do it today. Uh we got about two hours, a little over two hours before kickoff starts. Uh John Smith, anything you wanted to part us with? Um, um- I um I was going to say about
3: the money in the bank since Corbin's got it, I would like to see Corbin drag a ref down after Goldberg wins it, and then Goldberg just beat the crap out of him because there's no match because it's, he's not the money in the bank winner. So then, so then Goldberg beats the crap out of Corbin after after he wins the title. I think that'd be really fun.
1: Perfect use of Goldberg right there to destroy Baron Corbin. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect
4: use. <laughs> I don't think BJ Bavanga would like that, John. No, not at all. That would absolutely ruin his weekend. That and, you know, he's already got probably crossed losing on Sunday to really sour his weekend too. So he might be uh, suicidal at that
0: point. <laughs> Gary, anything from you before we uh, read some, uh, some advertisements? Get out of here.
2: Yeah. If you're going to – I hope everybody does enjoy SummerSlam who watches it. But if you're going to watch one thing outside of SummerSlam, sorry – Walter and Elya Dragunov on Sunday night, just as a little bit of easy advertising. That's going to be potentially the match of the weekend. Absolutely. It, yeah. it, it might not be. It might not just be as good as Alexa Bliss even Marie. It'll be. <laughs> it'll be close. It's, it,
0: it's going to be a tough act to follow, Garrett. it
1: will be separated by thirty-eight stars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maggie Mae, we appreciate you putting up with us and all our high drinks and sometimes uh, questionable jokes that might not go <laughs> over well with the female gender. Uh, I, I, came out, I came out swinging when, one, when the show started. Uh, but we do appreciate you coming on. Uh, we hope you continue this great streak. Uh, other than the even I want to see uh, whatever in two. Two losses, I think that's it. But anything yeah. you want to say before we, uh, before we get out of here?
5: Yeah, just uh, make sure you get your ice cream uh, while you're watching Summerslam today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan. I think all the uh, all the uh, the ads are in order, so we'll start with the primetime Rundown, powered by Streamyard, with Joey Charzenka, Ian Schrier, and Rob Deluca, It's now airing at 7 p.m. on Monday Thanks, nights summer this summer, summer as back they
1: take for you through the, the primetime world. Rundown. As myself, Ian Schrier, and Rob Deluca will be coming to you. With the primetime rundown right here on the eastern observer on monday nights beginning at 7
4: p.m all the way until august 30th make sure to join us on the following platforms
1: sorry al i was annoyed you didn't let me say anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay i I forgot i'm sorry i was trying to make sure i thought you said these at the end i thought you were saying that the perfect use of barry corbin i thought that was it Anything okay. else you want to say, Ryan, before we get out of here? No, I'm good. <laughs> That's what I think. I knew, I knew you were going there with that. Team, so. uh, speaking of Ryan Joy, here we go. Tune into the Daily Wrestling News Show Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m. and get your morning cup of joy with Ryan and his band of merry co-hosts as they snort through all the Boulder Dash right here on all of the Eastern Observer platforms. The Body Slam Brigade newsletter, over 4,400 subscribers received this weekly column. Make sure you go to MinutesToBellTime.com to subscribe. The Body Slam Brigade, by Ryan, for you, for free. The Black Cats NYC, their new album, Free Cake, dropped back in November. Please go to all of these uh, music providers, Pandora, Amazon, Deezer, to get your copy of the Black Cats NYC and their new album, Free Cake. They are the official band of the Eastern Observer. As always, the Essential Wrestling Podcast is sponsored by Pro Wrestling Pick'em, the internet leader in sports entertainment, Pick'em Pools. Join us in the Essential Wrestling Podcast public pool to play against us or create a private pool with you and your friends. ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And, uh, guys, like them too. And then join us every Tuesday night for the Essential Wrestling Podcast at 6pm on all of our viewing options as we share some laughs discuss- discussing the scripted sport that we love so deeply. And this Tuesday, we will be recapping Emergence, we will be recapping SummerSlam, we will be recapping TakeOver, and of course, CM, not Smooch Jazz, didn't go with the Jazz, huh? Still going oh, yeah. punk.
1: Darby Allen will beat the smooth jazz into him
0: There you go Because Darby Allen's a big smooth jazz guy I'm still it to <laughs> All right? Alright Thank you again so much for joining us And letting us be your pre-show To the pre-show to the main show For Ryan Joy of MinutesToBellTime.com Gary thank you for staying up late overseas For John Smith For John DeConney For the first first lady of the Essential Wrestling Podcast Maggie Mae Joy Alexa Bliss, we love you. Uh, maybe not tonight. I'll, I'll love living tomorrow. Larry's Steve, forever in our hearts. Thank you so much for watching. John Comedy,
4: take us home. Thanks for joining us. And as always, we wish you the best in all your future endeavors. Watch Look next- at this view.
0: Look at this view.